this is Dave from Superior Speak, and you're listening to the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare, you are listening to So Wizards. You're thinking, you're the people going to die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time. What's going on, everybody? It is time for episode number 333 of the So Wizard Podcast. I'm your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co-hosts are the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. This is the way. And the expert, Mr. Marquis, Marcellus Reagans. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the show. You are listening to So Wizard Podcast, where three friends discuss the world of nerd podcasting weekly on the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. This week, we're going to talk all about The Mandalorian Season 2. Our full review and reaction. Before we get into all of that, how's everyone doing? Aubrey? It's Christmas week as we record this. Are you ready? Are all your shopping trips over with? Everything wrapped under the tree? Um, I actually over-prepared, so I've been done for a bit. Um, now I'm catching up with everybody else in wrapping all their presents and everything. So, All right. That's good. That's good news. It's good to hear. How about you, Mark Ellis? Uh, yeah, I got another package from Family Video today. So, yeah, all of my Christmas is done. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! You and your family video. Yeah, my collection is looking pretty nice. Pretty nice. <laughs> what about you, Joy Man? How, how how close are you to finishing? Um, I'm mostly done. Uh, I have some stuff I have to pick up on Thursday, which is Christmas Eve, <laughs> because that's the next day I have off. Um, just because of the scheduling and everything. Uh, I don't have a day. I don't have a day off from jobs. Period. Like if I'm not at both jobs, I'm at least at one from Saturday. So Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then I have Thursday, Friday off for the holiday. So uh, right now I'm just struggling to keep my head above water and stay awake. And then Thursday morning, I just got to go pick up some stuff for Jen stocking and one more present Then I'm going to wrap them and then we're ready to rock. Nice. So not not too far behind. It's, uh, there have been years where I didn't start Christmas shopping until Christmas Eve, but thankfully the, those days are over. Yeah, I make like an a wish list of things I think people will like all year round, and I add stuff to it um, throughout the year. And then Christmas comes, and I'm all set. Uh yeah. No problem, oh guys. This is great. We're all ready to rock and roll for the holidays. So as always with the holiday episode, we're going to keep it short and sweet. We're going to do our review of The Mandalorian. No news. And I think we got enough news out last week to last a lifetime. But Well, at least for a few weeks. But <laughs> Enough about us. Let's talk a little bit about us. Marcellus, why don't you tell the listeners where they can find more So Was Your Podcast. All right, so everybody can go to soulwizardpodcast.com where you will find new episodes every week. Uh, you'll find some movie reviews from yours truly. Netflix, Amazon, and Hulu streaming picks from our buddy the awesome Adam Mollyhawk. Uh, you'll also find our merchandise there. We have a store, a Tee Public store. Click on the link. It takes you right to our store where you can get t-shirts, mugs, masks, all types of things with the Soul Wizard Podcast logo on it. Uh, another great way to support our show is by doing your Amazon shopping through the link that we keep right on our website. Uh, click on a big A 
do your shopping, receive your products, and that way you'll be helping out our tiny little podcast. You can also find our social media links there. We have Facebook, we have Twitter and Instagram, so definitely get at us. You can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review while you're there. You can also find us on a Stitcher radio app for your tablet or smartphone, Podbean, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Amazon Music, YouTube. Uh, we have a Patreon page where you can support us monthly and receive bonus content from everyone here at the show. Uh, shout out to all of our podcasting buddies in the Geek World All-Stars Podcast and Network. Back to you, Joey. Star Wars story. It is not nerdy Star Wars fan fiction. It is a speculative expanded universe novel. Ah, <laughs> oh, you stole my heart. All right, guys, let's jump into it. Let's jump into the Mandalorian season two. Obviously, you've all had a chance to watch it. We talked a tiny bit about it on the podcast in the past few weeks, but nothing really in depth. So we'll start non-spoilers and then we'll go into full spoilers. Mark Kell is playing the sound drop to delineate as always. Just to start, what do you guys think of the full season, Aubrey? Um, it was really good. I enjoyed the action in it. I enjoyed the um, the climax. It, just everything was really good. Yeah, I get that a lot from the ladies. They enjoy the climax. So. <laughs> Mark Kellis, how about you? Yeah, it was all right. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It was amazing. Uh, good lord, it's it's such a good TV show. It's uh, you know, it's not complicated. It's a very simple show, which I think works uh, for what they're trying to do. But yeah, I thought this season was. I want to. Yeah, I, I'm going to say it. This season was better than season one. Ooh, all right. Wow. Yeah, I thought it sucked. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, no, it was phenomenal. It's just, this this episode is more or less going to be less uh, tongue bathing this show's asshole. So I guess if you're looking for negativity, you came to the wrong place. But yeah, this is phenomenal. Um, it just every every couple months, I'm like, all right, I have my top show of the year for TV, and then something else comes along and, and makes it even harder. So this is this was great. I I agree with Mark. I almost like this better than season one, but it's hard to say. It almost feels like one long story. So mm-hmm. uh, I I definitely enjoyed it. I mean, all you need to know is I just dropped twenty dollars pre ordering a uh, black series figure of <laughs> fucking Carl Weathers <laughs> fucking brown vest. <laughs> It's the most uninteresting Star Wars figure ever, but I was all over it. So that's all you need to know. So God bless. But uh, yeah, uh, we'll just jump into spoilers. We're just going to go spoilers from here on out. So Markellis, drop the drop and let's spoil The Mandalorian Season 2. Spoiler alert. I had seen the future and I had to prevent it. All right. Well, we're going to start with things we liked and we'll go with Markellis first. Give me some things you loved or liked about this season of The Mandalorian. Uh, again, like I said before, it was very, the show is very simple. There's not a lot of complications involved in it. So you don't really have to pay like that close attention. Uh, you know, it's very, the way that they designed it was very episodic, which I, I really, really liked. I liked the fact that it looks like it costs a lot of money. <laughs> it looks like a movie, like a Star Wars movie. Uh, the special effects, there, there wasn't a lot of really wonky special effects in it. 
I know, uh, Joy, you were talking about that from the first season, how some of the stuff, like some of the stuff with the ship didn't look mm-hmm. that good. Um, I didn't catch that for the first season, but I really didn't catch it for the second season. There's a scene where uh, the Razor Crest is being chased by two X-Wings through the clouds, and that scene looked gorgeous. It, it that, that whole sequence was amazing. Um, oh yeah, they, there was no there was no wonkiness at all this year with the special effects period. So. <laughs> good, good. I don't know. I I, I think the um, the episode where Moth Gideon is um, going through light speed, I think that's a little wonky, but what? that's about it. I gotta find a Buddhist man drop for you, Arbery. Buddhist man. You're crazy. Those scenes are awesome because they were filmed in front of a giant screen. Um, yeah, but it, it looks like it's filmed in front of a giant screen. <laughs> what is traveling through light speed supposed to look, look like, Aubrey? It just does. It looks First weird. First knowledge of this? Or? It, it just, I don't know. It looks really weird to me. It looks like they're in front of a projector. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Aubrey's like, I know Star Wars, my friend, and you are no Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> That, that's okay, Aubrey. Um, I also like the fact that uh, different directors came on and was definitely able to put their kind of stamp on it. Um, and I really enjoyed John Favreau's writing. I think his writing is actually, he's found a really good balance of doing the laying down the mythology that kind of that Star Wars is kind of based on and also giving 10 year old boys what they want (laughs) when they play with their action figures so i think it's it's a it's a difficult world to it's a difficult balance to maintain and i think jj struggles with it with the movies ryan johnson didn't struggle with it but the audience just didn't care but i think favreau has found like a way to balance both of those uh which is pretty good and uh the last thing i really loved was uh sasha banks because uh damn i like her (laughs) I told, I told you. <laughs> I told you she was smoking hot. Good lord. <laughs> All right, Aubrey, how about you? I I really liked the writing in this one. I the episode with um where Bryce Dallas Howard uh directed, I was like, "Oh my god, that was amazing. I can't believe that she directed it. It was so good." I I like the dynamics of this season more. Um, I do think that it was a little bit more engaging than the first season. It kind of hooks you a little bit more, whereas the first one sets up a foundation for what's going on. This one has a little bit more depth to it in a different way. Mm-hmm. I like um, I the other, well, I'll get to that later, but <laughs> <laughs> the ending was phenomenal too. Um, I'm sure we'll talk more about that later too, but. It, it's just a, it's really well done. John Favreau is just brilliant, and I think that this shows it really well. All right. Well, I will say that, uh, yeah, I kind of agree with just about everything you said. I loved, I love the Mandalorian and Grogu. Obviously, um, I liked their story. I could have just watched more seasons of them just randomly having adventures throughout the galaxy. I actually really enjoyed that aspect of a lot of it. It's uh, let's randomly encounter a crate dragon. Let's randomly fight ice spiders. You know, like I loved all that stuff, but obviously there has to be a main story too. But yeah, I, I really like just those random episodes of them adventuring around. Um, 
I love uh, Katie Sackhoff. So seeing her was great. Uh, obviously, Markellis, as you said, Sasha Banks is uh, like a 11 out of 10. And uh, it's great to see her in anything. I really like that she gave uh, Boba Fett a tornado DDT using her jetpack. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Um, yeah, anything with Boba Fett uh, was fantastic. I, I was like, it was like Niagara Falls, Frankie Angel. <laughs> It's my favorite character uh, in Star Wars uh, for a long time, and, and uh, I was just happy to see him and see him doing stuff, and it was just fucking great. Oh, my God. That was so good. Um, I, I loved uh, Ming-Na Wen as the uh, sniper, mm-hmm. um, and we, I was talking to uh, a couple people online about this, but it's, it's like stunning that she's like 57 years old and she's smoking hot, and like, how does that like happen? How is that real? <laughs> Yeah, she's even Doesn't more she's even more of a badass now at fifty seven than she was like years ago. Right, right. She's <laughs> it's just what is happening here. Um, so good for her, good for her and her genes. Um, and yeah, I mean, I just fucking loved this whole season of it. It was great, and uh, it's hard to really see anything that is bad. But I guess there has to be something. Marcellus, was there anything you didn't like about this season? Yeah, dude, I know Gina Carano is your girl and everything, and this is nothing to do with her personally at all. Cause like I said, I don't really follow her on Twitter, so I just hear like the the like the the ripple effects of some of the shit that she says, which is fine, whatever, I don't care. But she was good in Deadpool. I don't know what is wrong with her in this show. She cannot deliver lines at all, and I and usually I'm not a person that notices shit like that. I don't care at all. You know, as long as I can get the message that you're putting you're putting out, I'm fine. But Jesus, I've rewatched those episodes. I rewatched pretty much almost the entire season uh, this past weekend, and second time around, still the same thing. Her line delivery is awful, <laughs> like really, really bad. So, um, yeah, I don't know what the new spinoff show is, the new Rangers show is. Uh, rumor has it that it's going to be her, but God, I hope not. I really hope not. I just keep her as a guest appearance on Mandalorian, and that's fine. <laughs> um, I will agree with you on that. I mean, <laughs> I'm not going to say that that's not something that's true. She's a horrendously bad actress. <laughs> I was not, I was not expecting that. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. It doesn't mean she's not hot. It just means she's a bad actress. <laughs> like it's all good. Anything else though? Um, you know. I, there was as much as I as I said before that there wasn't any uh, wonky special effects. There was one effect that was pretty wonky, and um, it has to do with the uh, well. We're in spoiler territory. It has to do with the the the, the end of the the season finale of the appearance of Luke Skywalker. His face. It was Luke, but it was the the weird CG Grand Moff Tarkin version of Luke, and um, as emotionally powerful as that scene was once you got a look at his face it took me out just a, a tad so that was a little disappointing I, I i can kind of see where you're coming from with that but at the same time it's like once they committed to it being him there's no i mean luke mark hamill's in his 60s like yeah <laughs> return of the jedi luke ain't walking through that door folks <laughs> you know and if he does he'll be old and gray but I, I don't know what, what the hell else they were supposed to do. People like screaming to cast Sebastian Stan is the most embarrassing thing I've ever heard in my life. Hey, um, people! The guy looks like people scream. He looks like Mark Hamill in a couple pictures. He doesn't look like him all the time. <laughs> That's true. That's true. But people scream to cast Rosario Dawson as Ahsoka, and ta-da, we got it. 
and people screamed for a Snyder cut and they got it. But still, <laughs> I, I, I don't really I, I think it, it was the best they could have done. Once they decided it was going to be Luke and not um, Kyle Katarn or uh, Cal Cestis from Jedi Fallen Order, like that's it. That's what you get. That's the best you can do. I think that was the best they could do. It was I was fine with it. But I, I, I agree. It was a tiny bit wonky. Yeah, but. thank you. That, that's all I'm saying. The, the, the wonkiness kind of kicked me out of the scene just a tad. They should have just cast uh, Alan Einreich from uh, Solo as Hans. They should have just cast Millie Bobby Brown as Princess Leia and have her come through. No one would have cared at that. Okay. Oh, God. All right, Aubrey. What about you? Anything you didn't like about this season? Um, I didn't really like Ahsoka. I don't understand her. Um, what? <laughs> I mean, Rosaria Dawson did really good. I just don't... I don't know. She... She's just kind of like a really odd character for me that I'm not really invested in because I didn't watch Clone Wars, so I don't really understand her too much. Um, I didn't like Pedro Pascal taking his mask off as much as he did. I feel like he did it quite a bit in this season. And I know that we talked about it before where he wanted to take the helmet off. Um, well, you're not you're not shitting on him taking it off at the end to show. No, me not at the you? end. Oh, I mean, like, say, Aubrey, are you fucking heartless? <laughs> no, no. Throughout the season, I feel like he took it off quite a bit, which kind of I think had he only taken it off in the last season, it would have been like 10 times more powerful. But he had already taken it off a couple of times, which I didn't like. Yeah, I I see what Mark's saying with the wonkiness of Luke Skywalker. It still was really powerful, but it did look a little bit weird. Uh, I feel like there's something I'm forgetting, too. Yeah, whatever. It was good, though. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I I don't really have anything that was a problem for me. I never watched anything or ever sat there and said, wow, this sucks or this is bad or I'd do this different or anything watching it. I was bought in from day one and and I don't really have anything that I would just please no please don't do this um I wish we got more Sasha Banks <laughs> maybe uh Rangers of the New Republic Mark will be uh Mandalorian waifu squad with uh <laughs> Katie Sackoff Sasha Banks Gina Carano and all and the rest and uh Ming-Na Wen as the uh, Rangers of the New Republic but I don't think that's how it's gonna work no, and they'll throw in uh they'll throw in, yeah they'll throw in Amy Sedaris's character as the mechanic that gets to stay on the ship <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, no. Um, yeah, so I don't, I don't know. It's not really much for me to say I didn't like because uh, I pretty much loved everything about it. So I can't really uh, – other than the, the – like you said, tiny bit of wonky CG on Luke. But in my opinion, it was as good as it was ever going to get. I don't know how it could be better um, or worse. I know somebody's going to put out a YouTube video where they fix the CG or whatever. But it is what it is. For for what it was, I was very happy with it. But So let's jump into some questions. Um you know, Aubrey, we didn't have you on that episode. How did you feel about Grogu eating frog lady's eggs? <laughs> it's pretty funny. You weren't upset at all? But... No, I th- I think anything Grogu does is really cute. So it it's funny when he does anything, honestly. All right. So I got a couple things here. Markellis, what did you think of uh, Baby Yoda being named Grogu? Totally fine. Totally fine. Two syllables. Uh, you can f- fit it on a, a lunchbox nice and easy. Uh, it doesn't sound like any other character. So, yeah, Grogu is totally fine. And my favorite part about his name is that whenever the Mandalorian calls him, he yells, Doop! 
<laughs> he like has a response for it. Grogu, oh, I love that. I can listen to that all day. <laughs> Aubrey, what about you? He's adorable. I mean, in, I don't understand the naming sequence with his species. It's fine though. It's like, it's cute. No yaddle. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I like. I do like every single noise he makes. I think it's adorable. Oh, I will agree with you also, Aubrey. Uh, I, I loved, actually, Ahsoka in the episode. But as someone who has now watched almost all of season five of Clone Wars at this point, I still don't see what the fucking appeal <laughs> is. But that's just me. All right. So, Aubrey, when uh, Baby Yoda was calling out to the Force, was there anyone other than Luke you were hoping came to visit him? Obi-Wan. <laughs> what? <laughs> I think he was I dead was- by then. Probably, but it, I was still convinced that that's who was going to come out. You wanted him to be like, hello there. <laughs> yeah, it would have been awesome. We already got Boba Fett back. <laughs> I don't think that's that's how that one works. Uh, <laughs> Mark Ellis, what about you? Uh, yeah, I was hoping for Mace Windu. <laughs> like, shows up rubbing his eyes. Motherfucker, I was asleep. <laughs> Wake me up for it. <laughs> no, it's, it's one of those things where it, as I'm watching him, like there's, you, if you know the timeline and, you know, Ahsoka says, put him on a rock, he'll reach out. If there's a Jedi, then they'll find him. And at this point in time, you'd know there's only really one Jedi. But I was like, there's no way they're going to do this. Like, there is no way John Favreau has the balls to bring in Luke Skywalker into this TV show. So when when the X-Wing showed up, I didn't believe it. When I saw, like, the footage on the uh, the TV, the closed circuit TV... I still didn't believe it. It's not until you see the green lightsaber. And I'm like, holy shit, they're really going to do this. So, uh, yeah, it, it, it only could have been Luke. I'm just stunned that they actually pulled it off. Mm. All right. All right. This show is going to end with uh, Kylo Ren killing off Grogu. Showing <laughs> <laughs> it out there. We Let all the know he's going to die. Yeah. <laughs> Let the Grogu die. <laughs> all right. Um, final uh, episode how did you how did it hit you when uh, grogu left aubrey was it uh, was it waterworks for you um i don't have a soul but it definitely did hurt me <laughs> all right. All right. I, I was really i was emotional but i wasn't like crying so all right all right markellis how about you uh only when uh mandalorian took his helmet off and grogu like reached out to touch his face. That's the part where I'm like, okay, there's there's a tear definitely coming down. Because that that was written and filmed really, really well. But him leaving with Luke, it's the way it's supposed to be. It, it makes sense. So I didn't care about that. Yeah, it, I, 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 it was uh, it was tough. That was, that was tough when he left. Like, he touched his face. Like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, Darksaber, uh, how, do you, how do you think this is going to play out in season three, Mark Ellis? Is, is he going to have to fight Bo-Katan for the dark saber because he doesn't seem to want it so yeah i think he is going to have to set up a kingdom in mandalore and the show is going to be about him ruling mandalore with bo-katan as his right hand woman and then uh some evil threat is going to come and kind of uh force him and and force him and bo-katan to fight together but eventually they're gonna have to fight each other for the sword that's what i'm thinking aubrey what do you think um, I don't really care how it goes down, just as long as it's not like Game of Thrones. Really. <laughs> I, I, I feel pretty confident they'll stick the, the landing. Um, any 
particular other Star Wars characters or things you want brought into the Mandalorian, Aubrey? Um, it'd be kind of cool to see Han Solo and Leia come in at some point too, but I know that's asking for a lot, so I'm already pretty excited about Boba Fett. <laughs> we'll get there in a second. Uh, Marcellus, what about you? No, not at all. I don't want any other main stuff from the other movies to come into play because everyone bitched at J.J. Abrams when he brought like all of this familiar stuff up. So now, now that we have Mandalorian, keep it all original. Don't bring any of that new stuff up or any of the old stuff back into it. I don't want that. Um, I would like uh, Kira from Solo Star Wars Story to show up running the Black Sun criminal, criminal Syndicate. And not just because I love Amelia Clark. <laughs> all right, mostly because I love Amelia Clark. Especially if she's got that black dress on. <laughs> but no, that would be interesting. Um, I think Darth Maul is dead at this point in canon so you can't have him yep. but i'd like to see uh dingar and uh bosk some of the other bounty hunters that are out there kind of especially interact with boba fett but that would really be about it i, I don't i don't care whatever they want to do at this point is fine with me this is fucking show rules so we got our look at a post credit scene uh boba fett showed up on tatooine and killed a fat bib fortuna <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and plopped himself down in Jabba's chair. What do you think this means? Uh, and are you excited for the Book of Boba Fett next year, Marcellus? What the fuck is having Gamorrean guards mean if if Boba Fett could just come in and, and, and kill them all? Like, aren't they supposed to be doing something, big fat green pig guys with the axe? I think they're like, uh, they're kind of like jobbers. Like, so if you or I tried to walk into Jabba's palace, we would get beat up by Gamorrean guards. But when badasses walk in there, they can beat them up. Okay. Does that make sense? Sure. Sure. I wonder how, how did Jabba like survive for so long using these guys? Um, I have no idea what the book of Boba Fett is. Uh, I just hope it's going to, I mean, it's Disney plus. So how like down and dirty can it get? But I do hope that they do some cool stuff with it. Some unique one of the things about the Mandalorian is that they steal from other movies. So I hope with Book of Boba Fett, they steal from like some good crime movies. All right. Aubrey, what did you think of the end credit scene? And are you excited about the Book of Boba Fett? I thought it was awesome and I'm super excited. That's really all I had. What do you guys have any final thoughts on the Mandalorian season two? Oh, I got so I got so many thoughts. Um, all right. <laughs> go, go wild, dude. We're here. <laughs> It's and it's not so much of the show. I mean, obviously, like I said, they, they they pretty much the show is very simple and they pretty much steal kind of plot points from other movies, which is very cool. So, like I said, I'm very interested in what they do next season if if uh, that's going to be the case. Boba Fett comes back, right? Like he spends five years on Tatooine and he doesn't. He just happens to get his armor like at that time. Like he just happens to see the Mandalorian get his armor. Like he didn't. He couldn't go get it from. What's his name? Vanth? Cobb Vanth? Or whatever the guy's name is? Yeah. So he waits till the Mandalorian has it, and then he goes and takes it? And then they never explain how, he, how why he's alive? So when Palpatine comes back, and they don't explain it, people lose their shit. Boba Fett comes back, people are just totally fine with it. It's bullshit. I think it's a little easier to figure out in your brain that Boba Fett could fight or climb his way out of the Sarlacc pit versus... The Emperor could be thrown down a gigantic shaft and blown up in an energy spike and then be alive <laughs> with zero buildup for like three movies. So just there. I don't think so. I don't I don't buy it. 
I don't buy it. Aubrey, <laughs> please weigh in on this. I I agree with your stance on it, Joey. I think Mark's just reaching because he's angry that nobody liked the new movies. <laughs> you are absolutely 100% correct, Aubrey. I am not. Excuse me. Excuse me. I have uh, Force Awakens in my top three, so just because the other two weren't that great. <laughs> That's what he's mad about. He's big mad about it. I'm super. I'm super <laughs> mad about it. People piss on Rise of Skywalker. I will defend that movie forever. It's a lonely island for that, I know. I I know. I know. But I'm just saying. You watch Rise of Skywalker, and they bring back all of these old. Do things. I have to? <laughs> Once was enough. <laughs> people watch Rise of Skywalker, and they bring back all of these tributes to the other movies, and people go boo. Hate hate that shit, but then Mandalorian brings back like R five D four, and people are like, "Yay, <laughs> fuck out of here!" Marcellus is very angry. <laughs> what else you got, buddy? That's it. I'm just mad that they never explained about the Boba Fett thing. Two characters oh. died in Return of the Jedi. One character we know was his whole thing was the extension of life, not dying, bringing people back from the dead. Or keeping people alive. That's the whole reason why Anakin turned to the dark side. So him still being alive, I can buy that. Boba Fett being alive, I can buy that too. But they don't explain it in in uh, in The Mandalorian. So people are just like, yeah, whatever. That's fine. Did you Bullshit. see him beating up stormtroopers with that gaffy stick? He's a badass. That's all you need to know. Maybe they'll explain it in the book of Boba Fett. Oh, I'm sure they will. I'm sure there'll be a complete episode devoted to it. I'm just saying no one's, bring, no one's bringing up that fight right now. Except for me. Maybe they didn't have the budget to to talk about it. <laughs> Mark Ellis is going to war for uh, Rise of Skywalker. He's the only one carrying that sword. <laughs> I will carry it with both hands to the end, goddammit. <laughs> Aubrey, any final thoughts on Mandalorian Season 2? No, I'm I'm really excited to see the the two spinoffs, the um, the Rangers and the Book of Boba Fett. I, I can't wait. I think this was awesome. I was really excited about season two. I am a little curious how they're going to play out season three uh, without baby Yoda. Cause I feel like he was a big pull for these two seasons, but we'll see. Well, I, I agree with you guys. Uh, well, I don't agree with Mark about rise of Skywalker, but I agree. Uh, <laughs> Screw you guys. I agree with you guys. I, I'm excited. I'm excited to see where it goes. I'm very curious what they're going to do without baby Yoda in the show. I don't know how long that's going to last. Maybe two or three episodes. Like I was saying in the chat earlier, you know what? Maybe Luke shows up in episode two and is like, this kid's a shit. I can't teach him. Take this bastard off my hands and just leave. I said, fuck this kid. <laughs> he leaves him on the on the doorstep of the new Razor Crest or something. I, I don't know. I, it just seems like so much of the marketing and everything and the merchandise is all built around Baby Yoda for them to be like, all right, well, he's gone forever. Bye. Doesn't really seem like it's going to be too, the the truth, but we'll see. I guess. I guess we'll see. But I, I fully uh, bought into whatever they want to go or whatever they want to do at this point. Like I'm fine with it. So uh, obviously, you know, Book of Boba Fett. I'm 100 percent all in. Love it. Love Boba Fett. I love Tamora Morrison in the role. Um, he's been badass this whole season, and uh, I'm pumped, man. I'm pumped. Let's do it. But let's get a score. Then I guess we'll get a score. Mandalorian season two, zero to five, five being the best, zero being the worst. Aubrey, what do you got? It is a five out of five. Whew. Mark Ellis. Yeah, there's so many amazing things that happen on this show. It's got to be a five out of five for me. All right. Well, I'm going to give it a one. No, <laughs> I could give it a five out of five with you guys. This is pure Star Wars fucking porn. 
basically like if you love Star Wars, there's no way you can watch this and not like it. I can't fathom someone not liking the show if you're a Star Wars fan. So, yeah, yeah. Fuck it. Five out of five for me. This is great. Uh, definitely going to be up there in my TV shows of the year. I might have to rewatch The Last Dance at this point to kind of see where we're going to be at in terms of rankings. But, man, this, this is getting tough. So, yeah, I get that's right across the board. Five out of fives from all of us for The Mandalorian Season 2. Hopefully you guys have uh, checked it out already. If you're this far into the show, let us know what you thought. If we're right or wrong, or in the case of Marcellus about the Rise of Skywalker, wrong. Um, <laughs> come so come at me, bro. Come at me, up. bro. <laughs> let's wrap it up, Aubrey. It's Christmas week. Any words for the listeners out there? Uh, eat candy canes. <laughs> Lots bitches. of them. Yep, fuck bitches. Marcellus, how about you? Uh, everyone just have a good holiday season and, uh, watch Wonder Woman. Yeah. Do that. Do that for the holidays. There you go. And Disney soul double feature the same day. Hell yeah. It's exactly what I'm doing. All right. Well, I will suggest that for Christmas, everyone gives us the gift of going to sowizardpodcast.com where they can find the podcast every week. Links to all our social media accounts on the right hand side of the page. Movie reviews, streaming picks, so much more. So is our podcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, or just about anywhere under the sun that you find podcasts. We will be there. Check out our YouTube channel. Go to YouTube, search So is our podcast. You'll find hours of free exclusive content. Adams just dropped a new unboxing and a couple more interviews. So check that out. Don't forget our Patreon page, patreon.com backslash So is our podcast. You can monetarily support the show. And get extra exclusive episodes of the podcast, early access to YouTube videos, and starting next month, our brand new Star Wars video podcast where me and Adam, once a month, will sit down and talk about something Star Wars related. And you can only get it when you support us on Patreon. Uh, we also have our Public store where you can go tpublic.com and uh, search So Is Your Podcast or follow the link on our website and get tons of merchandise for the show. Mark Ellis, you said there's new designs dropping soon? Yeah, plan on having a bunch of new designs ready to go for the first of the year. So January 1st, uh, all new merch, hopefully. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Cannot wait. So check that out. Um, like these guys said, you know, have a great holiday. Uh, thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much for supporting us. Uh, big shout out to Kuwait. Love you guys in Kuwait. Whoever's listening in Kuwait, give yourself a big hug from us to you. And um, big ups to Myanmar, as always. And I don't do they they celebrate Christmas in Myanmar? Uh, if they do, it might not be by choice. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know what's going on there, but whatever you guys celebrate, have a good one. And next week we're going to be doing Wonder Woman 1984, and then the week after that we'll be doing Disney Soul. So two movies dropping on streaming Christmas Day. If you're bored or you don't want to listen, listen to your family, check those out and come back and see us. But that is going to do it. Episode 333 of the So Wizard Podcast. I've been your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co-hosts are the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. This is the way. <laughs> and the expert, Sir Marquis Marcellus Reagans. Everybody have a good end of the year. Wakanda forever. We'll see you guys next week for Wonder Woman 1984. Katie Sackhoff, call me. <laughs> good journey.